Welcome to Watershed's October podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove and I'm a cinema curator here at Watershed. This month we are hosting the Festival of the Future City, which is an initiative of Bristol Cultural Development Partnership. And I'm delighted to be joined by the director of Bristol Cultural Development Partnership, Andrew Kelly. Welcome, Andrew. Thank you, Mark. The last time we were here, we were dis discussing the Russian Revolution and our season of centenary films. So now we're on to future cities. It's good to be back. Well, t tell us a bit about the, the initiative then. Why, why did you want to explore this as a theme? Well, we've been working in Bristol for 25 years and our, our core work has always been about the future of the place and that has been predominantly around the creation of cultural institutions like at Bristol, the, um, you know, the promotion of work at, say, Watershed and other cultural uh, initiatives across the city, the establishment of our own festivals. But, it, you know, just recently we've celebrated yet another Encounters Festival, which we both worked on many years ago and helped establish that. But in, in two, 2015, Bristol was European green capital and we wanted to have something which culminated that year in a debate about the future of cities and this wasn't cities in the sense of uh, sustainable cities environmental cities because that had been debated a lot this was about cities where they're going right and wrong what can we learn from cities around the world what indeed can we learn from cities of the past like Athens and Istanbul um, and the, 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 the ills that afflict modern cities you know things like growing inequality housing out of control, tensions over migration and things like that. So we wanted something which addressed all of those issues and we launched it in 2015 and we decided that uh, we'd bring it back every two years uh, and that's why we're back at Watershed in October uh, for the second festival. And what, what can people expect to um, see, engage with? Well, it's a, it's a massive programme. I mean, and we work with many partners across the city. So we, you know, from Noel West through to Arnold Feeney with At Bristol, uh, through to the universities, the business sector, the city council, uh, and so on. So, you know, you can come to Watershed and engage in discussions and debates about future housing. Um, we're showing the film Dispossession, which I hope we'll, we'll have a chance to talk about. Um, you can come and look at um, and join the national conversation on immigration uh, with our partners British Future, Future and Hope Not Hate. Uh, you can come and look at uh, issues around um, where a world city is going. We've got people from Mexico, Lagos, um, we've got people from um, Melbourne coming to talk about lessons we can learn from their cities. There's a, a vast array of uh, debates, discussions, talks, interviews, and, but we also have walks. We encourage people to get out, to learn about the city. Uh, we're even producing the second volume of our Bristol Book of Walks, which has a new walk in about uh, British Civil War sites, in fact, and, um, and people can pick that up during the festival and go and do a self-guided walk around the city. And we've also got a very active film programme and also working with partners like St George's, we've got Uta Lempa and the music of um, Berlin and, um, and we're working with Bristol Old Vic and their show got the, the play Rita Sue and Bob 2 which started as a, a film many years ago and of course that's about Bradford, a city which in many ways represents contemporary city which is going through all sorts of issues, good and bad really. Of course, that's. I mean, one of the tensions, uh, I guess, about the city or uh, anywhere really, but with, with cities in particular of, of growth and development, because they're never going to stay still. They're never going to. Um, but often there's a sort of nostalgia mm. or fondness for mm. the way in which mm. they were, and how you balance that, I, I guess, is going to be an important part as we as we go forward. 
it's it's very tricky. I mean, it's, it, in, and Bristol is perhaps a prime example of that. How do you balance the the, the Brunels against the contemporary um, work in digital media and so on? I mean, in a way, they they're all part of a, a kind of innovative strand, I think, which mm. goes through. Bristol City. I, I've always thought about Bristol's history, and, and we've done a lot of this. You know, we even produced a cartoon history of Bristol some years ago, which we gave away massive numbers of copies of. That, that there is a trend going through Bristol. That you can come to Bristol and you know work with people and, and invent things and so on. But there is a tension there. I don't dispute that. And there's all sorts of tensions now in modern cities, and Brexit vote is a prime example yeah. of that. You know, Bristol was a heavily Remain city, but still. 38% yeah. of people in the city voted yeah. to leave the European Union. These were, you know, not across the board, but geographically concentrated yeah. votes. So I think there's, there's many tensions, and, you know, there's tensions between a city like Bristol and the, the superstar cities like your Londons and your New Yorks and yeah. your Barcelonas, which are rapidly outstripping now yeah. other cities. And, uh, and there's all sorts of danger. So I think that's really important that Bristol leads the debate mm. on the future of cities, yeah. which is what we're in Which is what you're doing by, by setting yeah. out these, yeah. these, this programme yeah. of, of, of activities. Yeah. Because you mentioned those cities, but Barcelona's yeah. having a, a, a problem yeah. with tourism. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of places are finding yeah. that tu tourism yeah. is, yeah. Is, a, is, again, a problem in yeah. relationship to yeah. people that live there that are inhabitants. It's, it's, it, it is a major problem. And, and you know, what you've got is particularly the growth of Airbnb and people actually buying properties now to do Airbnb with, not as if you, you're no longer just renting out your spare bedroom, you're actually investing in properties mm. to do this. And Venice is also facing this. And I think this is a particular problem for the, the tourist cities mm. uh, that, and Bristol may be in a particular, be, be in a similar position. That I think with Bristol, the issues are more currently about things like how we're going to house people, about how we make healthy cities, you know, how we deal with the car. One of the things we're looking at, for example, is driverless cars and whether these will fulfil the dream of, um, of of liberating cities. But I, I tend to think that, you know, one of the, the problems will be is that the manufacturers will want everyone to have a driverless car, which will be defeat the purpose of them somewhat. Yeah, there'll still, there'll still you know, be a lot of traffic. There'll be a lot of traffic. <laughs> and um, it's just that no one will be sitting in the front seat driving it. They'll everybody. be reading or falling asleep or whatever. We can, so let, we can let the cars drive and everybody else yeah. can walk. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> but that's another thing is that how, you know, one of the best inventions, of course, about health cities is simply walking and cities are brilliant for that mm. because you can mm. walk around you know generally compact places where there you know a lot of things to see and mm. do and to learn from so i think you know we're working with for example that we've got the chief executive of nhs england coming to speak about the healthy towns mm. initiative but also working with the the local health healthy cities work um, that's going on as well um, and as part of that uh, we at the, in the pervasive media studio here at watershed have got the i've been doing um, the Playable City, yeah. uh, which has, has started in Bristol and it's now been taken up internationally mm. and we've been running workshops about the Playable mm. City and there's going to be an international creative producers coming yeah. together uh, to explore, and I think that's a really interesting thing you've seen about walking and mm. thinking about the city in a different way, yeah. that, it's, that it's not just this... Um, where it's not all about these tensions, mm. but actually it's a place to yeah. live mm. and to play and yeah. Br Bristol's got a yeah. good... Uh, is good at exploring innovative mm. ways of um, inhabiting the city. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that that you know you can even see the the great you know graffiti art and the Banksy and so on as one mm. example of that. Uh, I think playable cities is really important because it comes from Bristol. It's been taken up with you know the big national technology 
partners like Future mm. Cities Catapult and Innovate UK are also partners in our work. And we, we held in the first festival of the Future City a Playable City Day. And um, what's different this time is, is of course there's more projects happened. They've gone international as you say mm. and there's 24 international producers going to be based in Bristol. Not just for the festival but for the month around it to actually work uh, on the next mm. phases of that project. So I think that's a really exciting part of, of what, mm. what can be achieved through looking at the cities in a new way. In a way it comes on to, you know, one of the people we, we, we're profiling is Mark Cousins who's mm. written, you know, the filmmaker and he's, he's you know, we saw Stockholm here recently. Yeah. And uh, he, he of course um, is probably known mm. most for his story of film, That's which right. is a fantastic yeah. um, book mm. and also yeah. documentary mm. that he done on the history of film. So, we, you know, we, we, he's got a new book out on how to look at things, you know, it's, it's going to be very interesting. It's not out yet, so we're all very eager to read it, you know, how he brings together things like, you know, the John Berger and civilization and things like that. But when, when he did Stockholm here, he was on stage in this very room actually, and he, he talked about cities then, about the great, them being the greatest inventions that we've come up with. And, mm. and he's absolutely right about that because they are in, in you know, bringing people together and encouraging work and encouraging partnerships and in building culture and so on, you know. And then you only have to look at the great, I always think one of the most marvelous film sequences from one of the most marvelous films really, Sunrise, where they take the, tr mm, the tram from the, 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 the outer parts into the city itself. And you suddenly see the vibrancy of the place, of course, it, things don't work out quite well, but, it, but it, it's about, you know, the vibrancy well, of the place the you come to. it's about the potential, isn't it? You feel mm. with cities that is the, the potential. Mm. And in Mark's film, Stockholm, I love, it was, it, he, he was um, exploring recovery from mm. grief mm. as well. And, mm. and it's that way in which the city opens itself mm. up to yeah. the individual. Yeah. And of course, Mark has um, picked a, a fantastic range of films that you would, uh, really eclectic, full of um, spirit and, and life that is, is a quintessentially Mark Cousins. Um, he's picked a, a season of films which will be um, running in the brunches over October and they include things like Terence Malick's um, Tree of Life, uh, Antonioni's um, seminal film Blow Up, which of course is about a photographer oh, yeah. that's looking at swinging mm. 60s London. It was a kind of film that captured um, the, the London of the 60s and if you, if you kind of want to see that uh, almost a documentary of, of the swinging 60s then mm. um, you know including things like um, Jack Bruce and Cream playing uh, in the background you, you'll see it and blow up but then more contemporary stuff um, more contemporary films like House of um, Flying Daggers mm. from Zhang Yimou and Mark will be here talking about um, his yeah. his yeah. new book and yeah. also the films. Yeah, I mean it's quite. I mean it's, it's really interesting because what when Mark Mark had this book out and because he it was partly about looking at cities. We thought there was a good fit here, but when we started talking, that there's obviously a much wider agenda with his book about how just simply about looking and how you look at things. And you know when we set him the challenge of what would you program, he came up with this you know a very healthy long list really, mm -hmm. and, and another film Summer Madness, which is in in the season, the Catherine Hepburn film. So, so some of it covers cities and some of it's about looking and so on. But a couple of other films yeah. that are um, uh, really important documentaries, mm. I think. Uh, one about a historical moment, yeah. which is Citizen Jane, about yeah. Jane Jacobs yeah. and the, the, the development mm. of, the potential development of, of Manhattan in the, yeah. in the 60s, in the 50s, I think, in the 60s. Yeah. I, going back to my point about that sort of nostalgia, as mm. it were, um, you know, this was this was somebody. Well, this was somebody who stood up to the developers. Mm. They wanted to knock down mm. Greenwich Village, mm. and they wanted to build motorways because mm. they wanted people to flow. Mm. And 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 she stood against this and set a campaign. 
it's interesting, isn't it? Because there, there were similar proposals for Bristol, you know, one of which was to concrete over the harbour outside this very building and, and build a car park. Another was to drive a road through Clifton. And, um, and there were campaigns then against those, which were inspired very much by what Jane Jacobs had done. I think what's really interesting about her, and I'll come on to the tensions in a moment, is that you know, she wasn't someone who was steeped in the architectural tradition. She was a self-learner in a way. Uh, and, had, and, and had looked at cities and lived in cities and learnt about cities from simply looking. And, um, and, and there's you know, something which we could talk to Mark Cousins about as well, I think, about the impact of that. And she wrote this book, which, you know, The Death and Life of Great American Cities, which still stands the test of time. It's, one that, you know, it's the most important book mm. on urban planning, which every urban planner today mm. should read. I'd be surprised if they do, but everyone... Uh, should read and you know the, the, the whole story of Cities and Jane which, which focuses on the battle she had with Robert Moses who was the, the New York planner who was trying to to do all these things you know it, it, it's almost operatic I, I always thought and it's quite interesting now there is an opera that has been done in New York on mm. Jacobs versus Moses so this film will we, we can talk about this and we've got people looking at Jane Jacobs after the film in a, in a panel and th there is this view that she's she, you know she was conservative she was you know she's she wanted it restricted to certain groups of people and so on I think there's it's more complex than that I think and I think that's something which we'd want to investigate uh, a bit further but you know she over time you know she remarkable intervention in a debate which captured worldwide attention in in the field of, of architecture and urban design i haven't seen the documentary um you get the the feeling that she was as you said she'd she'd lived um mm. in the in the space mm. she'd she'd walked around mm. she but the, she was coming from a sense of community mm. um mm. and how people yeah. functioned within yeah. that um space mm. and uh, this didn't seem to be something mm. that the planners were yeah. <laughs> actually thinking mm. about well, that's one of the remarkable things, you know. The, the, you know, she had lived there, and she t describes the the shopkeepers, the small shopkeepers who keep an eye on the street. She describes the sidewalk ballet. When you walk down a place, you're always moving around and looking, and you know, not bumping into each other. And and th that's how cities operate, and how how you get around places. So I, so I think she, the work is still very important, of course. But you try and bring it up to date, and you know. But but now the the issues are much bigger, of course, about things like you know cities which may be you know for wealthy people in the future which well, is something which she was very keen not to have and this is something that's picked up in in Paul Singh's yeah. film Dispossession yeah. that we're also screening yeah. which is a more um takes up into the contemporary mm, yeah. which is that where is the social housing mm. you know what's happened with social housing mm. what's happened with that whole the council mm. estate the council house I was really um, shocked by the way in which, when it goes out into the, in some cases, when it's gone out into the private sector, the private sector have let it run down, people have left, the, the people have, have um, they've not been looked after, mm. they've left. But then what happens is, is, is the developers have got in artists, made the space free and available to artists, particularly graffiti mm. artists, which then gives it the sort of boho feel mm. Mm. Uh, and then they redevelop, selling them at a way marked up price. Yeah. And I didn't, I hadn't realised the extent of that cynical yeah. uh, use yeah. of yeah. art and yeah. the use of artists yeah. and, and, and for it um, to, to basically crank up the value, which is an issue in, in itself. Yeah. But then this whole issue of gen what's called gentrification. Yeah. Well, you're displacing communities and then eventually the artists themselves can't afford to live there either and they have to move on to the next mm. areas. I mean, housing is a scandal, there's no question mm. about it. I mean, we, and it's been a scandal for generations of 
government, well, for most governments, you know, mm -hmm. no one has built enough social housing to um, to cope. We've allowed, you know, a, a huge buy-to-let sector appear, and the value of housing has just rocketed. And um, you know, I, I do not envy anyone trying to to find places to live nowadays. Mm. It's um, and I grew up in a council estate near Wolverhampton when you know there was social housing available, and my father could move. Uh, from Belfast, where he was working, and bring the family to, to there, and and but you know it feels like a different age now that when that was available. That that in a way takes us back to Jane Jacobs mm. because it is the personal as well. Mm. It's it is people, mm. communities, but mm. it's also the personal yeah. and that ability, social mobility, mm. and these things, yeah. so which we, which we're covering as well. We're looking at issues around social mobility and about um, integration and so mm. on. So um, lots of rich discussion um, and events to be had. How, when does it run and how can people find out more information? Most of it runs 18th to the 20th of October, um, but we've got a few additional events. We've, we've got uh, Dispossession is on the 16th of October, uh, but most of them are within that period. Uh, and you can find out more at futurecityfestival.co.uk. Uh, there are brochures available, lots around Watershed. Mm -hmm. um, and follow us on Twitter, Festival Ideas, and we have a Facebook page as well where we're promoting wider debate about some of these issues but um but i do encourage cities are for all of us and it's essential that everyone has a chance to to participate the vast majority of the events are without charge and for people who are not in the bristol area is there a way in which they can engage with it we're filming most of the events and we're working i'm delighted to say for the first time with the university of the west of england journalism students who are setting up a a, a fully staffed newsroom for the whole festival they're going to film most of the sessions. They're going to create clips which will be put on social media. Um, they'll be conducting interviews with speakers. Uh, and that'll be from 9 o'clock in the morning right up until 10 o'clock at night. So we'll have a, a vast and rich content that people will be able to gain access to from around the world. Great. Thanks very much, Andrew. And also, you can find out information at watershed.co.uk. Thank you very much. That's all for this month.